greatest story ever told. Presented by the Goodyear Tire and Rubber Company. we present Thou Shall Be Recompensed, a drama based on a teaching from the greatest life ever lived. The town of Quebec is far to the north in Galilee, so visitors there from the province of Judea are infrequent, and visitors from Jerusalem are rare indeed. So it's not strange that on this day, a certain man, Simon of Quebec, is very much enthused as he tells his wife of an important visitor who's coming from Jerusalem. Rebecca, we must outdo ourselves this time. You can't imagine how important this can make us in the eyes of everyone in Kadesh. But how did one entertain such a man? You said he was a scholar, didn't you? One of the finest minds in Jerusalem today. We've never had a scholar at our house before. Nor has anyone in Kadesh had such a scholar for a guest. Don't you see how it will impress Mordecai? He's always fancied himself the wise one among all our friends. I dare say he won't have much talking to do when a sage like Jethro sits at our table. This Jethro, what kind of a man is he? I told you, a scholar. I know that. I meant, do you know any more about him? His tastes and his preferences. Things I should know if I want him to feel at home here. Don't worry about that. Just prepare the finest food you can. That should please him. And as for the really important thing, whom shall we invite? By our friends, of course. Oh, it's not that simple. What do you mean, Simon? My dear, this will be an outstanding event in Kadesh. One unequaled in the past and probably never to be equaled again. We must use it to good advantage. Perhaps this scholar, Jethro, won't like being used in such a way. He doesn't even have to know. Now, come, we must prepare a list of guests. Uh, first, there'll be old Reuben. Reuben? Why not? Reuben is really one of our friends. He thinks he's too good for us. Has he ever invited us to his home? You're very clever, Rebecca, up to a point. I don't think I like that, son. Of course Reuben hasn't ever invited us to his home. But if he comes here, if we entertain him well, if he can boast that he sat at our table with such a great sage as Jethro, we'll be invited to his home before much time has gone by. Don't you worry about that. And don't ever forget his importance to me in business. Yes. Of course. So we must go down the list. Each person invited must be here for a purpose. We'll be storing up a great many favors for ourselves if we do this right. I hope so. I know it. So do as I say. And remember, the feast must be the finest that's ever been had here in Kadesh. Yes, this will do us good in more ways than one. And the oil for Jethro, and it shall be fragrant oil, and then water to wash his feet. It must all be ready, Rebecca. It is ready, Simon. Ah, good. And the room he shall occupy. Yes, clean, just waiting for him. Good, good. Then we're ready for him. Simon, do you know what you'll say to him? Well, we'll uh, talk. About what? Well, uh, about the state of affairs. 
What a thing. Those things, you know. I'm frightened. Frightened? Yes. I don't know how one talks to such a learned man. It won't be your place to talk, my dear, so don't concern yourself about it. Your worry is the house, Jethro's comfort, the feast, and that's all. Yes, Father. Now then, we shall... Yes, who is it? Uh, he's here. Jethro from Jerusalem. Here? Already? Come, Rebecca. We shall hurry to greet him. Come. Jethro, this is indeed an honor. Never has my home been graced by a man of such fine reputation. You are welcome here. It is very kind of you, Simon. First, the embrace of greeting. There. And now, Absalom, the water for Jethro. It's been a long journey. And the oil to soothe his skin. And... Please, you do too much. Far too much for so humble a person as I. I have often said that scholars do not receive the recognition that is due them. Well, that shall not be true in my house. Here we honor such men. Consider it my privilege, Jethro. If it would make you feel better, Simon. It would, it would. Absalom, the basin of water, come, quickly. Wash Jethro's feet. And I myself shall fetch a cup of cold milk. Very refreshing on such a warm day. So uh, sit right here. I shall be back in a moment. Cold water would be enough to refresh me. Rebecca, did you hear? Yes, that was a very fine speech you made, Simon. He, uh, he seemed to like it, didn't he? Yes. Now, uh, give me the cold milk. I must bring it to him at once. Ah, here it is. Freshly poured from the jug. Now, give me the jug, too. I shall take it all to him. Yes. Now, you're sure everything is prepared for tonight's feast? Everything. Good. All right. Now, I'll rejoin Jethro. And uh, in a little while, you may come into the room. Ask if everything is satisfactory to him. And that will give me the chance to introduce you. But uh, you're not to stay long, remember? Yes, dear. All right. Now, open the door for me. Well, Jethro, here, cold milk. And enough of it to make you forget the hot hours in the sun on that uncomfortable camel. Here. Oh, thank you, Simon. Well, drink, drink. I can never hold a cup of milk in hand without being reminded of God's blessing. Can you, Simon? Why, uh, no, no. Uh, yes, after all, we, we must never forget to be thankful for the plenty we have. Did you ever stop to think, Simon? That God so arranged things that a goat is given the ability not only to nurture its own young, but to sustain human life as well. Man could not make this cup of milk, yet it shall refresh me and sustain me. It is as a gift from God to me. Why, oh yes, yes, of course. And speaking of being sustained, well, this evening we shall have a great feast in your honor. A feast? In my honor? Of course. I had rather hope for something different. A meal at which you and I and your wife could eat simply and talk of many things I would like to know about this place. Oh, you'll learn a great deal more from the many guests I've assembled. Every important person in Quebec shall be here this evening, all to pay honor to you. That will be interesting, I'm sure. Oh, one moment, sir. Yes, sir, who is it? Oh, Rebecca. I uh, interrupted you only to make sure that everything is to Jethro's liking. It is indeed. Sir, uh, this is my wife, Rebecca. Rebecca. Of course. No name could be more fitting. For as the Rebecca of old drew from the well a cup of cold water to refresh our forefather, Isaac, 
So your fine house has refreshed and comforted me. It is a good omen that you bear her name. Thank you, sir. Uh, <clears throat> oh, yes, yes, of course. I must go now and see to the preparations for the feast. My dear, I trust that the preparations won't keep you so busy that we won't have time to talk. something, Simon. There's nothing to do but let things go on as we planned them. It's like taking advantage of a child. He's so naive and unsuspecting. We can't use him just to further our own ambition. Just because the old fellow said something that flattered you, you mustn't forget the real reason we have him here. I'll feel very badly about this. You'll smile and be a very gracious host. But it's dishonest, Look Simon. at it my way. He'll be in Kadesh only once. What if he doesn't enjoy the company of our friends? We have to live here the rest of our lives. And the good we can do for ourselves tonight will last us that long. I know. Then you won't... I won't change one single thing. We'll have our feast as we planned. Everyone will be here as we planned, including Reuben. I want to impress him most of all. Important people, Jethro, and all of them influential. Indeed. Uh, Ruben. Yes? Uh, I, I'm sure that Jethro would like to know the, the very witty thing you said that day when the Phoenician trader was here in Cadet. <laughs> and there was another time, Jethro, that I. Jethro. Hmm? Uh, uh, what? Ah. Uh, I was talking to you, Jethro. Yes. Oh, oh, but that can wait. Here come the roasts now. Which will you taste first? The the lamb or the young cat that I especially selected? And, and did you know that Reuben is descended from the house of David? That's true, Jethro. I, uh, Jethro, I, I'm talking to you. Uh, yes. Uh, I was saying that Reuben is directly descended from David, King David. Indeed. Then I know one of your kinsmen well, Reuben. Is that so? Who, may I ask? Very wise he is. And there is no other like him. A kinsman of mine? Well, his name, his home? He lived till lately in Nazareth. Nazareth, eh? And I don't remember any kinsmen there except... Uh... No, I remember no one. His name is Jesus. Now we call him Master. Oh, yes, I've heard of him. He might try to establish kinship with me, but I doubt if he'll succeed. Uh, now then, as I was saying, there was a time when a man could buy... Well, Simon... They're all gone. Yes, and I'm glad it went as well as it did. Did it? Well, what do you mean? Didn't Reuben say before he left, you have to come to my house very soon, Simon? Didn't he say that? Yes. And the others, they won't forget this night. <laughs> did you see Mordecai's face? But what of Jethro? Well, what of him? He hardly said a word. 
And I think he feels rather badly used. I think he knows. And he takes. Oh, nonsense. Do you really think so? I do. He said practically nothing. Only enough to refrain from being impolite. Yes, I do recall that he didn't talk much. You, you may be right. I I shall go to his room. Uh, I shall find out if he's been hurt, and, and I'll do it at once. Jethro, I, I don't want you to misunderstand, but I... Well, uh, my wife noticed it first. Uh, we, we feel that you haven't really enjoyed our efforts to entertain you. The, the feast that I... It was excellent. Rather too much food, but very fine. Yeah, I mean the people. You didn't say very much, except that one thing to Reuben about the master. He didn't seem to feel the same way you did about that. I, I'm sorry. You shouldn't be so concerned with me. I did enjoy myself. But you didn't talk to anyone. You didn't seem to be enjoying yourself. Ah, but I did. I spent one of the most pleasant evenings with David that I've ever had. With David? There was no one here named David. He was a companion of my mind this evening. Keep thy tongue from evil, and thy lips from speaking guile. Depart from evil, and do good. Seek peace, and pursue it. Simon, I'm sure you remember that psalm. Uh, uh, yes. That psalm of David and many others were in my mind this evening. You mean you didn't hear what the others said? When I can spend my time with David, should I spend it listening to a man like Reuben relate how he insulted a stranger from another land? No, Sam. I'm afraid your important people had nothing of importance to say. Oh, I, I, I'm sorry. You needn't be. I'm sure Reuben was impressed. He'll invite you to his home very soon. So your purpose has been accomplished. You mean... You knew? Simon, do you think this is the first time this has happened to me? Well, it isn't. This feast you gave in my honor was neither a feast, nor was it in my honor. It was a meal served with the express intention of having your friends become indebted to you. And I was held up for view as the Roman legions exhibit their prisoners for all Rome to see as evidence of victory. Jethro, you, you must forgive me. You must. I forgive you. You should forgive yourself. But only after you've done something to atone. Done something? Well, what can I do now? Simon, you heard me speak of the master this evening. Yes? Once, I was privileged to sit with him at table. And when I heard him speak of just such a matter, his words would mean something to you now. When thou makest a dinner or a supper, call not thy friends nor thy brethren, neither thy kinsmen nor thy rich neighbors, lest they also bid thee again, and a recompense be made thee. But when thou makest a feast, Call the poor, the maimed, the lame, the blind, 
and thou shalt be blessed. For they cannot recompense. Thou shalt be recompensed at the resurrection of the just. Remain? The blind here in my house? Perhaps it would do you good. Would you try? For my sake. But, but I don't know the poor, the blind. I could help you. When I entered Kitesh, there stood at the gate a blind man who played fine music on a lyre. We could start with him. I, I don't know what people would say. Will you do it, Simon? For my sake. Yes, Jethro. First thing in the morning, we shall go to the gate. Um, um, for a blind man. Yes, Simon. Um, this is the man. Hey, yes, yes. Oh, well, uh, and what shall I do? What? Ask him. Yes, I, I shall do that. Uh, you, uh, uh, blind man. Did you call me, sir? If you do, my name is Philip. Yes, uh, Philip. Uh, now then, Philip, would you come to my house for a feast this evening? Come to your house? Who are you? Uh, Simon is my name. Simon, eh? I know of you. You're a very important man here in Kadesh. What would you be doing with a beggar at your house? Or is it that you want me to entertain? I don't play badly on this lyre, they tell me. No, uh, no, I, I merely want you to be my guest. Uh, would you? I'm afraid that would be impossible. Go on, Simon, urge him. <laughs> I'll try. Uh, please, Philip, it, it would be a great favor to me if you did come. Very strange, Simon, asking me that way. But you see, Jacob, he's the one you may have noticed here other days, the maimed one. He's not been well lately, and I must spend my time with him this evening. Simon, I think we have found our second guest. Don't you? Uh, why, yes, yes. Uh, then then why not bring Jacob along, too? And uh, if he's unable to walk, I, I shall send one of my servants to fetch him. Uh, you are a kind man, Simon. I'd never heard such things about you before. I'll be happy to eat at your table. Thank you, Simon. Thank you for accepting, Philip. Well, Simon, you did magnificently. It was a little strange, as he said, me inviting a beggar to my house, but uh, I'll confess one thing. It, it gave me a good feeling. It did. Whom shall I invite next? We'll find many others like Philip and Jacob. But we mustn't forget about Reuben. Reuben? But you said only the poor and the blind and the maimed, the, the unimportant, the ones who can't repay me. And Reuben. But he'll never forgive me. He'll feel humiliated, as though this is a joke at his expense. We'll invite him anyhow. Come, we've so little time. Yes, yes, of course, Jethro. <laughs> Well, Jethro, here they are. Yes, and all of them eating well. 
It takes hungry men to enjoy such good food. Yes, but look at Reuben. He seems very uncomfortable down there at the middle of the table between Philip and Jacob. Perhaps now he is a little uncomfortable. And I don't like the way he's looking at me. What if one man looks at you unkindly? Look at all the others in this room. How thankful they are. Wait. Philip's getting up now. My friend, we sit here now at the table of a good man. Eating as we beggars and unfortunates don't eat very often. So I've been thinking to myself, surely we must repay him for this kind act. Oh, now, please, Philip, I, I, I want no recompense. You needn't be afraid, Simon, for we have little of value that we could give you. But we do have this. My lyre and the little skill I possess. Samson's voice, which is known and loved by those of us who are his friends in poverty. Those are our gifts. So, if you will allow me, I shall give you my gift first. Of course, Philip. I, uh, I'll be delighted. Thank you, Simon. <laughs> I never knew he could play that well. He's probably never played like this before, Simon. You see, he plays from his heart now. You thank me. It's been a genuine pleasure having you here. You're a good man, Simon. Very good. Such a thing has never happened before in Kadesh. Rich men can be very fine when you get to know them. Well, then we must be sure to see that we all get to know one another better. This must happen again and often. Eh, Philip? Simon, I... They wanted me to be the one to say something as we left, but... All I can think to say is, God bless you. I, I could think of nothing that would sound better than that, Philip. Good night, Simon. Well, Simon, you seem to enjoy yourself this evening when you got over your first nervousness. You worry about what people would say? Yes, and I discovered some very remarkable things. Although I, I do think that Reuben was not quite in the spirit of the evening. Why not ask him? What do you mean, ask him? Hasn't he gone? Didn't he leave with the others? No. You'll find him still in the dining hall. Oh, then I must go and... No need to come looking for me, Simon. Oh, oh, Reuben. Yes. Well, I... I'm sorry if this evening didn't please you, but Jethro seemed to think you should be here. Then I have Jethro to thank for this. Thank or blame? The choice of words is with you. Then it shall be thank. Do you mean that, Wilbur? I, I do indeed. <laughs> you know, you know, I, I never realized that such a man as Philip, a, a blind beggar I pass at the city gate so many times a week, that he would play so well on that liar, and that he would have such a fine sense of humor. Yes. <laughs> and Jacob, the maimed man, you know. Did you know that he can quote through scriptures as freely as any scholar I've ever met? Yes. Yes, yes. He told me that since he's able to move about so little, he spends most of his time in study. And uh, I never would have known of these things if you hadn't asked me here tonight. Well, then I'm happy you agreed to come. The next time, Simon, we shall have the beast at my house. 
at your heart. Come, Simon. If a man wants to do something good for those who need it, you should give him the opportunity. Shouldn't he, Jethro? It's only fair. So if men would always vie with one another to do good instead of evil, to make sacrifices instead of seeking fame and honor, what a world we'd have. Hey, Reuben? Yes. Simon had an excellent idea. Now then, both of you, I want you to listen to me. The idea was neither Simon's nor mine. It was the master. Uh, my kinsman, you mean? Kinsman to us all, Lubin. Oh. And we should try to understand his teaching fully. It does not apply to a meal or even several meals. Those are only examples. For his teaching applies to all a man chooses to give. When he gives, let it not be for profit or for a return of favors, but give with a free and open heart, not seeking any recompense, save the satisfaction of the spirit that good has been done for those who needed good. Simon, we have a great deal still to learn, haven't we? Yes, Reuben. Yes, oh. Reuben didn't hear those words you spoke to me last night. The words of the master. Then he shall hear them. Just as I heard them. Spoken by the master himself. When thou makest a feast, call the poor, the maimed, the lame, the blind, and thou shalt be blessed, for they cannot recompense thee. Thou shalt be recompensed at the resurrection of the dead. by the Goodyear Tire and Rubber Company. Next week, on this same network at this time, we'll present If You Have Faith, another episode in the greatest story ever told from the greatest life ever lived. (laughs) 